Hello, winners, and welcome back to the Wrong Button Podcast, the show where we talk all things nerd, most things video games, and generally anything that tickles our fancy. Mrs. Play, I'm back. You are. We're back from hiatus. Yeah, uh, it has been a minute since we've been here. Since uh, I've been here, it's been a minute since you've been here. Oh, it's been about two month break from podcasts. What? Um, work. There. Uh, so yeah, Fair. yeah. We're back. Spring has sprung, and it has been very busy. Spring has sprung. Um, I'm back from PAX. I know. I was about to say you went on a uh, solo adventure. I did go on a solo. Which adventure. PAX did you go to? We, or I'm sorry, uh, I was representing Wrong Button at uh-huh. PAX East in Boston. Um, I Who had. Did a, you talk to? What did they tell you? I I talked to all the people. Yeah. Uh, How I, many days were you there for? I was there for three days. I, I did buy the four day pass, but mm-hmm. uh, I I flew out early Sunday morning, mm-hmm. um, just because like con life. I was like, ah, you know what I could do? I could I could use for uh, getting home, sleeping in my own bed, and that's fair. Uh, then I. Then like then like going back to work on Monday. So yeah, got got to add that buffer time in for adulting. Um, how many PAXs have you been to? This is PAX number two. PAX, yeah, yeah, PAX number two. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, PAX was uh one of my uh one of my like dream cons to always go to when I was younger. Um, because like it was one I thought like hey I wanted to be in the the video game industry and like like make video games yeah and stuff live like living the dream um and now i, I just i'm a I, I like to think i'm a nice critic of games uh looking at like critical theory and using mm-hmm. my uh astounding uh literary criticism degree uh to talk about video games but yeah so i have things to gush to you about because um i got back uh so this is coming out on april fool's day so april fools we're actually live with a new podcast <laughs> Uh, which I, I feel like is uh, appropriate. So I actually got back uh, on the 26th. Uh, so it, it has been one full week mm-hmm. um, since I've been at PAX. Had a great time. Um, I'm going to tell you about uh, what I saw, what I did, uh, probably a little bit of what I ate, because that's that's also important for us. And yeah, uh, we're going to start with games, and then I figured we would uh, roll into swag and uh, probably end talking about the, the new podcast setup, because mm-hmm. that's part of what I got at PAX. Yeah, that's fancy. Yeah, so we're going to start with... Hang on one second, guys. Let he me... has a notebook of notes. <laughs> that was actually a really good sound effect. I'm very mm-hmm. proud of that. Yeah, that, that, sounded, that sounded really nice. So day one, I was there um, uh, bright and early. Uh, so I'm one of those people that when I get places, I will walk to any place immediate that we're going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I walked down to PAX. Get a lay of the land. Uh, walked down to PAX. It was about a two-mile walk from my hotel. Um, stayed at the lovely Courtyard by Marriott. So shout out to them for making a great PAX experience. Uh, and yeah, then, in downtown Boston, right? Yeah, I was right yeah. next to Chinatown. It was, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my first day I get there... Um, couldn't remember what time pack started, and instead of like googling it, uh, I just saw the people were being let in, so I walked in. And uh, I was there about two hours early, so I was there at eight o'clock and opened at ten. Um, yeah, dude. Stood in line for merch for about fifteen minutes before I looked at the person in front of me. And was like, "Hey, I have a really silly question." The lady was like, "I have a really silly answer." Well, I was like, "Oh, sweet." 
uh, does this does this open at 10 too, or can we buy merch early? And I watched everyone in the line turn and look at me and then like look down and then look like, are we going to be waiting in this line for two hours? Uh, and most of them decided yes. Uh, so for those of you who haven't gone to a lot of cons, um, if you have a multi-day con, your typical best days for merch are the Thursday, because uh, most cons go like Thursday for, to Sunday. Yeah, the first day. Or Sunday. Or the last day. Because uh, that's when everyone wants to get out of there. Friday's typically busy. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday's really busy. Saturday's really busy. Um, and Sunday, people typically yeah. are trying to leave. Yeah, Sundays, people are like, I don't want to bring this back with me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I stumbled into, I was, I was walking around the Halls of PAX, the Boston Convention Center, and I ran, and I, I was walking by, and I saw a room that was open. I just peeked my head in and said, people were like, hey, you know, play a game. And I was like, well, yeah, that's kind of why I'm here. And I stumbled into the Wayfinder beta. Um, Wayfinder is a game that is being published by Digital Extremes, but the developer is Airship Syndicate. They are the guys for Mrs. Play's knowledge and yours. They made uh, Darksiders Genesis, okay. which was the, the one that I liked. That was the twin stick shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also had a hand in the mainline Darksiders games. Uh, so it's a gorgeous game. It's stylized. It's a little bit more cell shaded but it is uh, it's a considered a live service game, which are the games that like, hey, here's a free game buy the cosmetics and stuff. Hmm. And that's how we're going to support the game. Um, the like, microtransactions. Is that what it is? Yeah, okay. um, it's for most of these games. They have gotten uh, less, less like toxic and horrible. Um, well, that's lovely. So yeah. the, the way like a lot of games do it, like you've seen me play Rogue Company. Yeah. Um, and Rogue Company, I can just go in and buy, like, hey, that gun looks cool, that skin looks cool, I'm going to buy mm-hmm, those two things. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, it used to be, like, buy this chest for a chance to win. Oh, boo. Yeah. So that's it, a scratch-off sticker. It, oh, boo. yeah. Um, so that's, uh, those have been, I believe, banned in Europe because okay. it's illegal gambling for the most part. Um, but this is a, a character action-based live service game, so you play as a character... And you are trying to figure out the story, Mm -hmm. um, but it'll be like, hey, go through this dungeon, except you can join with other people. Um, I missed the beta because I was on travel for work. Mm -hmm. Um, But so I I sat down and I played this uh, this game. Um, The you go to Wayfinder.com or play Wayfinder.com. You can sign up for the beta that's coming up. Uh, Huge shout out to uh, Digital Extremes and uh, Airship Syndicate for like giving us some passes for that, actually while we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so a lot of games where you play online and you play like RPGs, they do, hey, build your character. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what you've seen. Um, but this one was like, you play as this character, this Wayfinder. They have their own personality. They have their own play style. You can customize some skins, give them some armor, give them some cosmetics. <coughs> and uh, it, it was a lot of fun to play. Um, I gravitated towards a uh, uh, massive uh, gladiatorial lady. Um, and Chris has a type. Oh, I do. Uh, her name was Senja. Uh, S-E-N-J-A. Um, if you want to look it up, you, you can totally like see she's my type. Like completely asymmetrical, mm-hmm. short hair, shaved on the sides. Fantastic. Um, and she was really fun to play as. Uh, because as a gladiator, 
if you put the headset on, she would hear the arena. Mm -hmm. So you would sit there and you would uh, you would sit there and you'd, you'd be like, OK, one of her things was like a almost a taunt. Mm -hmm. But what it does is it, it bumps her up. And as she has she has I don't think it's called this, but it's a literal hype gauge mm -hmm. where she gets more hype and you do more hype things. She starts to do more damage. OK. And then you do a super and the super. She's now feeling doesn't. herself. <laughs> That's exactly That's what it cool. is. Um, and so she'll do like the whole like, can you smell what the rock is cooking? And then do like the <laughs> double wave and go to the ear, mm -hmm. go to the other ear, you know, the, the, mm -hmm. like bring it Hide, all in yeah, here. Yeah, arms up. Uh, it, it, she was so much fun to play. And the guy's like, do you want to play as another character? And I'm like, if I play as another character right now and they don't have her, like she is fun. Mm -hmm. um, I, I didn't mess around with any of the other characters they looked cool but it was one of those she things already like, fell in love I, yeah i was so in love and i was like if, if they don't feel like this and and like uh like she felt like a a, a character mm -hmm. that like you that was like i was like okay this is silly but this is really cool um so i played that uh had a, had a great time uh walked in and, and the dev was the first dev was there and he's kind of telling me about it uh and explaining it to me because i was like okay this is how it feels i was like what's your plan for longevity um, can you tell me about modeling? So the game was modeled uh, very heavily after Warframe, which mm -hmm. is probably the most successful live service game where it's like an RPG and it's not like a Fortnite. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but uh, had a great time. He's like, you should go fight this boss. And I went and fought that boss. And I was like, OK, he goes, do you want a challenge? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll totally take a challenge. And he's like, go here, set the boss to this level. And then he kind of walked away. And it was before I really kind of understood the mechanic. Like I didn't have the headset on. Um, I ended up putting it on because I was the first person to touch it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll put this headset over my yeah, ears. No yeah. one else has been here. Mm -hmm. um, and then a uh, fantastic uh, lady by the name of Maya walked up. She's QAQC for uh, Airship Syndicate. And she was like, really? She's like, she's like, I love Maya. And she's like, and she's sitting there telling me about like the grind of having to beat this boss as a QA developer, as QA for it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, what well, you want to... And she's like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, okay, well, you can go. I'm like, can't go in yet. But he's, he's about to do the double bounce. And she's like, you really are just like Dark Soulsing this, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. I was like, that's... I was like, I I got to doing this because I watched the Super Best Friends play. And their QA people, uh, Wooly and Wooly, Matt, and Liam, when they would talk about going into a boss fight, mm -hmm. they were like, okay, you let the boss go full... Like, go through, like, his full range of motions. Yeah. Um, the second boss they put me up against was you're under leveled for, mm -hmm. so they want you to have other people in there, but I have anyone else yeah. in there with me. So, uh, didn't get to beat him, but super cool, uh, and had, had a really, really awesome time with mm -hmm. it. Uh, so once again, guys, that's Wayfinder publisher is digital extremes and then developer is airship syndicate. So highly recommend looking for it. It will be on Twitch. Um, I will probably be forcing uh, Nick and Tyler to also get it so I can make my friends play games with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got to do out of this. Um, Where'd you go to next? So next, uh, next game that I was looking at is a game called Strayed Lights. Uh, and I, I kind of talked to you about this one mm -hmm. because I was, I was very excited. This is another character action game. Um, Wayfinder played heavier like Darksiders does. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you remember me, like characters, especially War, had some meat to him. Character I played and had some like hood spot to him. Uh, Strayed Lights, though, is 
a cell shaded game. Almost think of the art style from Pathless. Okay. So that way you can draw it in on. Uh, now the premise of this is you move a lot faster, and you are a character who goes into a world, and there is a darkness. You're kind of split, so you play as this character who can go between red and blue light. Okay. Um, I don't know anything else about the story. The guys weren't, they were politely not forthcoming about it. Okay. But these guys came all the way from Strosenberg, France. Oh. Uh, it is Embers, and I believe this is their, their first game. This is their first game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it comes out on, uh, April 25th, so it comes out very soon. Mm -hmm. uh, it is already pre-ordered on RN. The game was uh, designed... On what platform? I believe every everything. Okay. Um, it was designed on PlayStation. I think it's coming out... Or I'm sorry. It was designed on computer, mm -hmm. but it was designed with a controller in mind, and they're really excited for the DualSense because the top of the DualSense changes colors. Mm -hmm. So depending on what mode you're in, will depend on what color it is. Oh. Yeah. Um, so it's based off of a game called Sekiro, made by the FromSoft guys. Uh, it was a samurai one. You watched me get my butt kicked in it a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, and another older game called Ikaruga, uh, which is a I game. I don't know that one. You're not going to know it, but okay. fans out there, uh, it's a game where you had to use match colors in order to fight. Mm -hmm. So <coughs> um, the game... The, the game plays with the, the duality of the light sources that you have when you're fighting the enemies. So the enemies will come at you and they will be winding up and they will be changing mid-swing to go from blue to red. If you want to successfully parry them, you need to change from blue to red to do that parry. Mm -hmm. the, the switch is pretty immediate mm -hmm. and it's fairly forgiving on the parry time. Uh, and... You can you can fight like kind of Devil May Cry where I can walk up and start smacking something and I can dodge out of the way. But the pairing is inspired around a mode in Devil May Cry that Dante had called Royal Guard, where you would parry and every successful perfect parry. So he would be like Royal Guard. You'd see like a circle and a flash and you'd block it and be cool anime Dante. Mm -hmm. But you would build up a special charge so you could run into a group of like six enemies and unleash the royal guard. It would be like expelling all that built up energy. Okay, yeah. And you would just wipe them out. Hmm. So you can do that to the enemies, and it it might be a couple parries that you're doing, but then you just let it go, and it's a one shot to the enemy. Might be a two shot if they're a stronger enemy. Mm -hmm. But it was really really cool. Um, they had a boss that had a. It was like a wolf lion. Uh, he had like a mane that was long and flowing. Mm -hmm. So he would like attack, like, you know, claw attack left, claw attack right, overextend claw attack, and then whip around and his mane would like flow off like long silky hair and change colors. Then you'd have to parry the mane. Mm. Um, he would, there was an attack that he would do to you where he would like lunge at you. And if you didn't get out of the way, because it was non-blockable, he'd launch you in the air. But if you were in the air and you perfect parried him and changed colors to his color, he would just go right down and you'd have him in a down state. And it would give you a, a build up. That way you could pretty much immediately do a, a full attack on him. I had the most fun playing that game. I played through it. I, I came back like the next day 
got there first and was like, hey, can I try your game one more time? And they were like, yeah. And, uh, like I said, the guys were fantastic. They were all the way from uh, Strasbourg, France. It has a, a level up system. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can, of course, like one of the, the features it gave you was like, hey, if you activate this, you don't have to worry about the colors for the parry system. You can just parry and you're good to go, except for the unblockables. And I bought it. I used it once because I was like, oh, this will come in handy. And, and I even I even expressed this to him. I was like, I felt bad using that because the game played so well. Mm. I'm sure later on that it'll be like, oh, a really useful feature. <laughs> thank God I have coming this. in. Yeah. But that initial uh, sorry, I'm going to watch this thing. It's bedtime. Mm. Uh, but that initial like time through it twice, like I didn't want to use it. I was like, I'll just get a little bit more health or do like have a better guard or absorb more energy. And really, 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 really cool. Um, so I must, you and I will probably go through that because it's an indie game. And that's kind of our thing right now. Um, it is. Yeah, I do like those. <clears throat> so yeah, really, really cool. Had a blast with it. Um, that was great. Uh, any questions? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just realized I was sitting here gushing no, about a game. That's, like, that's the whole point of this episode, <laughs> is yeah. for Mr. Play to tell us everything he saw and did and ate at, at PAX. At yeah. PAX. Alright, we're two games in. How many minutes in? Uh, only 20. Okay. Or okay. just under. Um, what else do we should we know? Uh... Like I said, that uh, so that is Strayed Lights. It's mm -hmm. coming out for Xbox and uh, PlayStation uh, and computer. It releases on April twenty fifth, mm -hmm. uh, so by the end of the month. Mm -hmm. um, and I know this month there's a there are a lot of games coming out. But make sure you give this one some love. Yeah, please give this one some love. The guys, it is a beautiful game. Um, I look forward to to playing that with you. Uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, great time with that one. And I've also realized I haven't told you. I like I kept packs so you did, yeah. To, for, to do this been, podcast, for, it's been a week, and you haven't really told me about packs. Yay, work for dragging me away and making <laughs> it easier. Yeah. All right, next game I got here is a game called Infernax. 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 Uh, it is made by Berserk Studios and published by Arcade Guys. Mm -hmm. Um. And the game is, it's a Flash game that I think used to be on Newgrounds. What does that mean? Um, do you remember the games you used to play on the internet in high school? Where you were like, I'm bored, I'm in a computer class, and I don't want to pay attention. Yep. Okay. Yeah, like I didn't do it because I didn't really take a computer <laughs> class. <laughs> but you know the kids who yeah, yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Flash was the, the program that would run those games okay. on your computer, so you'd okay. have to like install Flashware. Copy. All right. Thank you. Uh, so the, the game is an 8-bit style, like the original mm -hmm. Castlevania games. Okay. Um, and it's been out for over a year. The reason that they, these guys were there and they were showing off this game, they had another game, uh, that's also being very successful. Uh, and I lost what the name was, was by, uh, that they were doing. So I was so hyped to talk to the, the gentleman here with this. Um, the, the game was there because they were releasing free DLC for it mm -hmm. um, that gave you couch co-op. Oh. So I was really, really excited for that. Now, I do have to let you guys know. I'm pulling out my uh, my phone so I can hop on the Twitter sphere. Um, that I was... Uh, Hunter was 
incredibly uh, kind to me, and he was the person. He's actually the writer for Infernats, and he is a uh, mar- he is the marketing guy for this, the mm-hmm. marketing dude uh, for uh, his um for this. So like I'm I'm on his Twitter. Okay. Uh, and so what I, should we know about the game? Um, well, first and foremost, the guys were very kind and did offer us a free copy of the game oh, uh, to send us a a free download for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on and bought it on my Switch anyway because I still wanted to support them. Mm-hmm. But because they did offer that, mm-hmm. I do want you guys to know, not an advertisement for them, but hey, thanks for the support and yeah. look forward to playing your game. Yeah. Um, Genuine plug. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is, by the way, our first, like, hey, play this game. You seem Yay. like you really enjoy it. So thank you. you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for, thanks for trusting us. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for trusting us. Uh, that game will be coming up soon. Uh, Nick and I to do probably right after we finish the wrap up Halo. But, um, so, we watched Dracula. Uh, I'm sorry. Castlevania. We watched Castlevania we together. Did. We did. Do you understand the joke behind Alucard's name? Which the backwards of Dracula. Yes. Yeah. So they have a main character in this mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. His name is Alcidor. <laughs> I would ha- I would have to see it. I, I'm I'm bad at like mentally visually. It's like A L C A D O R. So it's Dracula. Okay. Or it, like it it. it it looks like Dracula again. Okay. So I, I just saw that. I was mm-hmm. rolling. Um, yeah, so the game has been out for a year. They added uh, for player two, you get to play as his squire. Um, his name is Serville. Mm-hmm. And to make it different, like Castlevania, you know that uh, Al, um, sorry, Trevor fought with the whip. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the games, what you would do is your character would have um, a straight line and you would shoot out and it was his whip. So that's how you hit the enemies. Mm-hmm. Um Alcidor uses a mace. Okay. But when you when you look at a lot of the animations, you can see how that uh, translates. Mm-hmm. Now the game was inspired by two games out there, um, Zelda Two and Castlevania Two. Both are notoriously poorly received. Uh oh. Um, however, they had a lot of really cool concepts to them. Mm-hmm. Like Castlevania had a day night system. If you were out in the day and it went to night, it would be like, it's a terrible night for a curse. And then like the monsters would come mm, in heavier. Okay. They would change. Yeah, yeah. So the game has a lot of those. Okay. Um, the game also has uh, uh, a level up in a morality system. So for instance, you can, you'll find like the first guy and he'll be like, hey, kill me, kill me. <laughs> and you can go kill him mm-hmm. or uh, it used to be pray, and now it's like save him because you're mm-hmm. you're a returning uh, crusader. So pray, um, and if you kill him, it shows like you brutally kill him. If it's oh, found. yeah, okay. it's a, like it's there, ma- there there is no mercy killing here. It, it, well, it's, it, it is with the mace. It was with the mace of the face. Mm. However, the game doesn't tell you mm-hmm. like that there was anything wrong with him. The reason I killed him was because of the first time I tried to save him. And he transformed into a boss, and the boss was a legitimate challenge. And I was like, okay, well, what happens if I just kill him? Because I know it happens. But the game goes, yeah, but that that playthrough didn't happen. Like, it, that it's, didn't happen. Yeah, so you kill him, and you see someone like see you and run away. Mm-hmm. Um, the game also has a ton of endings. Uh, my personal favorite ending is you return on the boat. You walk on the shore, and you see a guy who's like strung up like, 
Bloodborne style was crucified. Mm-hmm. And you see him like rip himself off oh. and come down. He's the basic zombie enemy. And you turn and leave and go back to the boat. And the boatman goes, is that a zombie? Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> and it literally goes the way of the coward. And then you've beaten the game. <laughs> Amazing. It has like, like noped right out of there. <laughs> so uh, he, he showed me that uh, it has a ton of like really fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing through it. Uh, Nick should be getting the other code. But yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. I've had such a great time. I like I said, I picked it up. Um, and that has been a game that I have been playing uh, when I was in the hotel, like till one, two o'clock in the morning because mm-hmm, I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, got no, ain't got no bedtime. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. no, no bedtime. This is just kind of what we're gonna be, uh, what we're gonna be uh, uh, looking at. Um, next, uh, there was a game called Blackout Protocol which was made by Ocean Dive. This is also their first game. Um, It is a twin-stick shooter. Um, So it's the top-down. You get to, like, move around. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't get to put my hands on it too much, uh, but it was... I'm sorry, this isn't their first game. This is the next one. Um, But it's like there's a outbreak in a lab, and so you're part of the containment team that now has to go in and secure the lab, mm-hmm. uh, and you get to like. Is the outbreak zombies or like what are we talking about? I biohazard something or other. So uh, yeah, probably just probably okay. a lot of zombies okay. and other things, but a some resident, mutants. Resident Evilly. Yeah, a little bit okay. Resident Evilly, um, but it can be played with four players. Okay. Uh, it was on PC. I'm hoping it comes to uh, to console, mm-hmm. just because I really like those. Um. There was another really cool game that I wish I was better at these types of games. Mm-hmm. Fighting uh, game? <laughs> <laughs> Inadvertent burn. Oh, yeah, but but so true. So true. Um, Go on. I apologize. No, no. That was, <laughs> oh, let that one sit for a moment. Um, so this one was uh, uh, called Capes. Um, no Capes. Uh, no Capes. No Capes. I'm so, sorry. Continue. No, you're good. The story behind the game is the heroes lost and the villains oh. have have won and have control of city and or world. Okay. Um and like super like superhero or just like evil capitalism? Like what are we talking uh, about? Uh superheroes. Super okay. Villains. Okay. Okay. Um so what the game does is uh you might have seen me play the one gears game where you didn't like run and shoot, but you told them where to go places. Uh sure. Okay. Nope, did not ring in a bell. Okay, that's fine. I believe you. Uh so what the game is, is it's a turn-based strategy game. So you'll be like, go up here. My character's positioned. I can give them an action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Things like that. Are you a hero or a villain? You're a hero. Okay. Uh, you're trying to rescue other heroes to start a rebellion to like mm-hmm. take down the villains mm-hmm. and regain that. Mm-hmm. Um, I got stomped. I did horrible <laughs> all the way around. Are you bad at tactics? Um, What happened? So... Uh, there was no one there that was like, like there was a guy there who was explaining it, mm-hmm. but he was like their marketing team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was, I didn't play this game until like late Thursday, early Friday, maybe. Okay. Um, and what a lot of the developers will do is because they're, they're there to see other games as well for mm-hmm. inspiration, mm-hmm. problem solving, things like that. Yeah. Talk shop, what have you. Yeah. yeah. So they had the, the marketing guy there. Oh, 
a marketing guy is like, yeah, it's their first game. It's really pretty. This is how it plays. This is what it, yeah, how does this work? I don't know, man. Yeah, what are the mechanics? <laughs> it's just like, what do you mean? I don't know, man. Like, like where's, where's the, like, uh, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, I'm really sorry. He goes, the devs are like out, like checking and then they want to go grab lunch real quick. I'm like, dude, you're fine. It, it looks great. I'm just very bad at this. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, so I don't want to paint it in a negative light because I know my own love, my, my own like strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it could have also been like, there was, there's a, like a, lot, a small line forming behind mm -hmm. me. So I didn't want to, uh, take up the time to figure it out and let other people have a chance. Yeah. I, I, I gave it a very, very, um, a, a very, uh, like, like I was like cursory. Um, I saw how it played. I saw how it felt. I saw mm -hmm. it was turn-based. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't until after I wiped everyone out that I noticed on the side, it gives you a timeline. So it'll say, Hey, you're going to move this character, mm -hmm. then this character, then this enemy is going to go. So you know the exact order things are going to go in. Mm -hmm. If I would have just taken the mouse cursor over to that, mm -hmm. I would have been able to like put it up and down. I'm like, oh, this enemy. So I should probably, oh, and he's a ranged guy. So maybe don't. And, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was, I'd, I'd been a little bit frustrated with myself. Uh, it was really, really cool. Um, I had a, a really good time uh, playing that one all the way around. And it was, it was, it was cool. Um, another game that came out of, uh, there was a game I was talking about a while ago called Hades. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm going to be playing that one. <clears throat> yep. Uh, so Hades, uh, I think it's Super Robot, or I don't remember the developers for it. Um, they're making the sequel to it. It kind of started, it kicked off the roguelike genre. It was one of the, the roguelikes that people were like, everyone universally loved it. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so it packs this year. There were a lot of games that were roguelike. So what that means is you play and when you die, you start the game over until you beat it. Mm -hmm. um, but then you get people who can speed run it. Yeah. In yeah. 10 minutes and beat yep. the entire game. Uh, so there's a game coming out called uh, Trinity Fusion, um, which I've seen a few uh, a few ads for. Um, I was actually bad. I don't have the names for the studio, so... Trinity Fusion, you can look it up. I've coming out on PC. I think it's coming to all consoles as well. Plays a strong female character, and she has three different ways that you can play her. Um, it's set in a cyberpunk, cyberpunk dystopian type thing. Okay. So one is you can play her with a giant cyberpunk sword, and she does typical hack and slash. She gets different powers for that, juggling all the cool things that you've seen me do in Devil May Cry. Mm -hmm. She has a shooting character, so she plays a little bit more range. She has a charge up, kind of feels like one of the old Mega Man games. Mm -hmm. um, then she has kind of a, a spellcaster where she has like a third robotic arm um, that comes like out of her back and does the Doc Ock thing. But it gives her like, oh, the enemy's coming up on me. I'm going to throw down this ice thing and it's going to freeze them. And then I can go in and do some quick hits on. And what happens is you can play through each of those. And then there's a, eventually a version that you get. And I'm it's probably going to be like her, I'm going to say double trigger, for mm -hmm. lack of a better word, where you combine all three and you get to have all three of her characters like as yeah, one. fighting styles, yeah. Yeah, so I like playing through with the sword character. Um, I like mobility. I could, you know, air dash forward, back, um, beat a couple bosses with her like that. Um, shooting character was cool. Uh, felt like a Mega Man, like I said. It was uh, the other character where you had to like lay down a trap. No, there's a certain amount of range. It's not everything's in a straight line. Mm -hmm. I was not as good with, mm -hmm. um, but that was on me. 
but she was a really cool female design. Uh, when she changed, her outfit changed subtly. Hmm. Um, so, like, one, she had, like, uh, longer hair that was flowing when she was in, like, the gun version. It was, like, pulled up in a ponytail. And then the... Uh, she had really crazy hair when she was more like the Technomancer one mm-hmm. with the magic. Uh, it was it was really uh, a great design, and I liked seeing, hey, Those yes, you're the same yeah. character, but also kind of like Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. This is not that Peter Parker, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. highly liked it. Trinity Fusion, um, also a roguelike. You can pick up better equipment as you go through the game. Um, and... Yep, so... Last game I played and took that uh, took a look at was uh, called The Wandering Village. Mm-hmm. So The Wandering Village is a game that is coming to Steam and Xbox. Um, you're a village of people on the back of a giant creature uh, known as known as Anbu. Anbu. Yep. O N B U. Okay. So something has happened to the world. And the only people that can live on it are the people that can live on the back of Anbu. Is there only one Anbu? Kind of. Okay. Um, so what'll happen here is you you start with your village. You might have 10, 20 people, what have mm-hmm. you. So, of course, it's going to be like get your basic needs, um, you know, have a place to like build a place to sleep, build a place to cook, build mm-hmm, a medical mm-hmm, tent. Mm-hmm. Um, as your village grows. How does the village grow? Um, either having kids and or finding other survivors. Okay. Um, as the village grows, you will unlock trees. Where, um, tech, I'm sorry, like tech trees. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like, hey, this person uh, studies soil. Um, over here, we found these people in the desert. So they help you with desert technology of like growing cactuses. Mm-hmm. So that way you can have water. The other thing that you can do is you could like build giant syringes to get the blood out of Anbu to get your own. Yeah. Uh, but it unlocks a whole nother tree for you. Um, almost like magic-y, like shortcut-y mm-hmm. where it's like, you get this whole technology that you could miss. Um, and what happens is Anbu moves from biome to biome. So what you can do is some of your resources, let's say you go and you're like, I'm going to feed Anbu because on the top right, it'll show you like Anbu's awake, Anbu's tired, Anbu doesn't feel safe here. He feels like there might be threats. So you can eventually, if you build a good enough relationship with him, you can be like, hey, um, we sent scouts out over there, Anbu. It's not safe. Please go over this way. And we have enough like supplies. We'll make sure you have food and water. Uh, and what'll happen there is Anbu will start to listen to you. Whereas if you say start like harvesting him, uh, don't feed him. No, if you're exploitive. <laughs> yeah, he won't listen to you, and he will be like, "I can survive in this climate. I wonder if you can." And we'll Ooh. go to like, yeah. Um, so he starts neutral in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, now the reason that I said, uh, you asked, "Hey, are there are there others?" Mm-hmm. You find skeletons of other giant creatures like him. Okay. Uh, however, there's like there's no point where you might find another Anbu village. You might find survivors somewhere, but they're like on a mountain or something like that. Okay. Uh, the the people that were there uh, who were incredibly nice uh, to talk about this game as well. Uh, this is 
done by uh, Strafon, which is a uh, a Swiss-based studio. Uh, however, the gentleman who was there was actually from uh, L.A., I believe. So he's part of their branch over here, uh, teleworking remotely. Um, they haven't said yet if they are planning to bring other creatures uh, or even a multiplayer where it's like, you could run into your friends or run mm-hmm. into other ones for for combat. So I was like, oh, well, maybe you can trade. Maybe you can get a couple of them together. Yeah, yeah. Um, as of right now, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the really cool thing for this one is um, for a lot of city builders, what you'll do is you want to like zoom all the way out and see your, you see yeah. your city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like what terrain am I working with here? Yeah, uh, you're on his back. His back can change you know, depending on like where you guys start. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll be like, hey, here's a dirt area. Uh, and he was talking about like the ecologist. Like it's like you need to build his building on the dirt on the back of Anbu because that's what you guys are like have to use. So he'll study it mm-hmm. and give you different um, abilities to use that there. Uh, and he's like, what you need to start doing then is like planning because it'll show you like up ahead Anbu sees this and that's where he's going to go. Um and in the beginning, it could be like, he walks into a desert. And so you're like, okay. Water. Water. Yeah. So it'll be like, hey, we have a cactus farm. Mm-hmm. So while you're in this really wet environment, you're growing cactuses, storing water in them mm-hmm. because tech trees. Um, and you can turn areas on and off because people are also a resource too. So it'll be like, oh, well, we're not in the desert. I don't need to have you guys over here. Mm-hmm. We're going to a desert in two days. Let me go over there, ramp it up real quick. Okay. Um, and use it. it looks really peaceful. Uh, the people are a little bit of a cartoony like <laughs> style. Mm-hmm. Anbu looks really great. Um, so I, I was I was joking with him. I was like, oh, so you're living on the back of a lion turtle? That's where my brain went first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he was he was really he was like he's like yeah he's like I can totally see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, but when you zoom out and zoom in, mm-hmm. like. It's it's fluid. A lot of games when you start to zoom out and you see more, mm-hmm. they kind of start chugging and lagging, and then when you yeah. zoom in, chug and lag. It felt incredibly smooth. Uh, the game was designed once again with a controller in hand. Uh, it'll be both on Xbox and the PC. Uh, so <clears throat> it was really charming. I played it for a little bit. Uh, I know we looked into games for you. Like, hey, it would be a nice mm-hmm. this game. I think you could. That'd be that'd be my style. I I think you would actually enjoy it just because it's 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 planning ahead. I know you don't like micromanaging as much. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't like Stardew Valley. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be responsible for this. Oh, uh, whereas this game, that's all you do. However, okay. I think because it's like, let me forge this relationship with this giant creature as well. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, those were the the main games that I played. Mm-hmm. I played a few others. Uh, here and there, I played a game called uh, Vernal uh, Vernal Axe, something like that. I have it on my Switch as well, uh, which was like a side-scroller, Devil May Cry, knock things up. Uh, got to play that there, talk to the devs. Uh, they were really cool and really nice. Um, it's a gorgeous game. Uh, a friend of the channel actually recommended that one, so that's why I played it. And yeah, those are... Those are all the games that I ended up playing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. There was one other game that I did try when I was there. Um, there's a game called Ember Wind. That sounds cool. It is. Uh, so Ember Wind, uh, and you can find them at emberwindgame.com. That was the tabletop game I was telling you about. Okay. 
So, uh, Emberwind, guys, uh, I'm going to give you the, the elevator pitch for it. Guy goes to his wife and says, hey, play tabletop with me. And she goes, no, it's too complicated. Hey, play tabletop with me. No, there's too much math. Hey, play tabletop with me. It's really hard for me to like think of a character and, and do this. So the husband goes, you know what? I love you. If I build a tabletop game mm-hmm. and, and that answer, meets your criteria, will you play it with me? And the wife said yes. Mm-hmm. So he did. <laughs> um, so it is a D&D like game. However, uh, what you can do is you can play it by yourself. So if you're a D&D person, uh, you can play it by yourself. Um, or you can play it with a group of people. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that makes it really great is it has a choose your own adventure style book. So if you remember when I was on the D&D podcast, we could run off anywhere. Yeah. And then the DM is kind of like at our mercy. Uh, so I've made the joke about uh, uh, Critical Role, the one guy who'd run and go to the bookstore and be mm-hmm. like, tell me about this smut book and make him have to do that. Uh what you do is when you buy the game, they will they can sell you other books and it's choose your own adventure. So it'll be like, okay, what type of party are you with? And then all someone has to do is read it. Okay. And it makes it really easy to get into Yeah, it. yeah, a lot lower threshold. Yeah. Um, if I wanted to create my own character, I can go online and mm-hmm. they actually give you the full template. You can print it out. And, oh, cool. Yeah, and I can create my own character. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, hey, this is this is daunting and I just... I, yeah, I just want to get started. You want to get started? Hey, here's a character. Mm-hmm. Here are your character traits. Here's all your yeah, stats. Things yeah. like that. So it was a really, really cool idea. Um, and I it was one of those things where if I find anyone else who wants to try tabletop, yeah. I would get it. Um, other great thing they do is uh, D&D, you're kind of at the mercy of whoever has the rule book. Mm-hmm. However, what I can do for this game is if I buy it and let's say... Um, we're playing with friends of the channel, Cat and Eli, because they like tabletop. I can it'll they'll give me a PDF version, so I can send them a PDF rule book. So if they want to look at something real quick, they don't have to be like, hey, while you're reading this narrative, yeah. can you also explain this and look it up? Mm-hmm. Uh, the actual rule page for it is one page front and back. Okay, so seems pretty simple. Very simple, very straightforward. Yeah, guiding principles, but otherwise. If yeah. you want to play it with dice, it'll give you everything you need to play it with dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game also has a card mode. So if you don't, let's say you don't want to be at the mercy of the dice, mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, honey, you're going to be the DM, and you were like, I'm going to play a dashing rogue, and I'm going to talk my way out of this situation. Um, what I can do is I can give you um, yes and no cards. Mm-hmm. And the system's built that if we didn't have enough, we could go get a deck of cards. Um, and what I would do is if you were giving me a valid argument, I could put like, hey, that's a valid argument and give you more chances to succeed up to a certain limit. Okay. And then we just shuffle those cards real quick, lay them out, and you pick one. And that would be, did you succeed, did you not? Vice versa. I like that. Yeah. That's really versatile. If you were like... Like, uh, 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 like stuttering and mm-hmm. I was being harsher. I yep. can be like, nope, 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 yep. nope. Yep. Why are you doubting yourself? <clears throat> and now I could, I could stack it the other way. Okay. Um, which takes you out of the mercy of like, hey, your character's got, you know, plus 15 for charm. Mm-hmm. And then you roll a one and it's like, I'm sorry, it was an 18 and you yeah. only have a 16. That can kind of suck. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. so they had a lot of different ways you could play it. Um, it's emberwindgame.com. 
I think it looks really cool. Um, and it might be something where uh, in the future I'm like, hey, let's give it a try. Let's give it a yeah. try. And maybe you and I will we'll try it and like that. Mm -hmm. um, did not see our friends from Master Wills there this year. I think they're only doing one one con this year. Um, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, for PAX Unplugged. Uh, so yeah, those were all the games mm -hmm. that I got into and am really excited for. Uh, now are you excited to hear about some merch? Yeah, tell us about that merch. Okay. What so, did you buy? Uh, I bought a lot of stuff. Um, so I got some things that I am I'm very, very uh, excited about. And the first one, there has been a... A pillow that I've seen ads for. <laughs> and the algorithms are directing you to certain certain things. And uh, products. Yeah. Um, and so uh, there's this it's it's this gaming pillow. Mm -hmm. um, Where you put it on your lap and you, you like rest your arms on top of it and everything is like quite perfect. Yeah. And it's made by a company called it's it's called the Valari. Mm -hmm. um, the pillow is kind of like a U-ish shape. It's a U. Yeah. It tucks in behind you. Um, supported and shit. You feel supported. <laughs> uh, now, here's here's the thing that I I really like about it because like part of me was like oh, I'm gonna buy this. This would be like the the geekiest like whatever thing I buy. <laughs> okay. Because I'm like I'm like yeah I'm I'm a real gamer. I have a gamer pillow. <laughs> yeah, like this. <laughs> that's the laugh I was expecting. <laughs> but so I was sitting there right, and I had I had my notebook. Mm -hmm. But when I like set like because like when I sit on the couch, like I, if I'm reading, I'll like lean yeah, really yeah, forward. Yeah. And I, it's hard for me to get comfortable. And I mm -hmm. prefer like reading at a desk or a table because mm -hmm. of how it supports. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Perfect Feels height. Great. Perfect height. Sit my hands there. Hey, I want to sit upstairs and play on the switch. And like, you know, mm -hmm. while you're watching Game mm -hmm. of Thrones or something, I can sit there and I can be like, do, do, do. And I, when I'm getting into it, like I'm, I'm always want to like lean forward and grip the controller when I was messing with it. I leaned back. My fingers were more relaxed. So I wasn't like giving my thumb a cramp and like jamming yeah, yeah, it on yeah. something. It was great. Um, I got their Fenrir design, which was inspired from God of War. Mm -hmm. uh, is the wolf, I believe, that eats the moon. Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of looks like the, the art design style for like, this is this monster and Monster Hunter. So that's kind of why I got it. It's also a great color. Um, I was talking to the, the uh, marketing guy who mm -hmm. made it. Mm -hmm. This will be a little side story for you guys. So... Uh, I because I, one of my questions was like, hey, I my big concern is is break down. If a bigger guy, uh, if I want to lean you know forward or lean heavy on it because I'm really into something, how it, he goes, he's like, you have to fluff it up. He goes, maybe we'll make replacement pillowcases for mm -hmm. it. But as of right now, he's like, he's like, I've used mine for a year. Like well, I'm sitting at home working, and he says I'm sitting at home working, and he puts his hands like a controller. So you guys mm -hmm. see, he was working, and then you watch him like look at me. And switch his hands to a keyboard. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, when you're working. Like, yeah. I work like that uh -huh. too. I have a, a YouTube channel that Tell I did. on yourself over there, sir. <laughs> he was great. Because uh, I, I told you if they were there, I was just going to buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I knew uh, you were going to gonna get one of those. So that was that was my first my first thing um, uh, to get. It actually gets here uh, Monday. Mm -hmm. um, so look out. All right. Uh, my pillow's going to be here. Please do not <laughs> steal it from me. I promise to leave it boxed until you return. Oh, I if you opened it, I wouldn't care. But well, then it's gone. <laughs> You're going to be using that to order another pillow. Yep. Uh, he actually, he was like, he was, he was like, uh, he goes, you said you have a, a wife. And I was like, mm -hmm. I do. You know, we've got pink. And we've, I was like, <gasps> my wife likes things like, he goes, because we're trying to, 
you know branch out yeah, here yeah, so we yeah. have some more feminine colors i was like hi ah, there's there's a green one over there but this one's like a really pretty it's like matches our living room blue yeah yeah i was gonna say like if it comes in like a teal i could get on board yeah this one comes in teal so nice. when i have to order another one i have to okay. order another one yeah um, much takers for a test drive they have a uh, legally distinct halo uh they have legally distinct space soldier can't call it halo <laughs> you cannot call him master chief uh and they were doing a really good job they made an ign logo and put it and like mm-hmm. we're showing it because IGN was there and they were hoping mm-hmm. they were going to walk around. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't circle back to see if IGN picked up on it. I hope they did. Uh, I used the funny. I used the pillow when I was there. The guy was like, honestly, I take on planes. Mm-hmm. He goes, it's great. Yeah. He goes, I can just sit there. I can read. I can I can sleep at my mm-hmm. arms mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I, I, of course, like I bought it um, and playing a lot of games on controller and even like reading in bed. I prefer like sitting up and reading. Yeah. So. Uh, highly recommend. It's called Valari. Once again, I'll have links to everything in the description below this podcast. Please go check it out. Give them some love. They are pretty great. Um, I walked by a place because you asked about some art called Artovision 3D. Mm-hmm. They did shadow boxes of video game characters. So they would layer it so that glass would be like the etching of Metal Gear Solid. Okay. And then they would do like really nice hand carved wood and they would build the level of like snakes sneaking, but it would look 3d. So if like mm-hmm. you turned it, you could kind of see around the corner from where he was. It was really cool. Uh, the booth was getting a ton of love, so I didn't pick anything up. Um, but it is something where I was thinking about going on the site with you and being like, Hey, what do you think about Yeah, Do any of these speak to you? Yeah. Cause okay. there are some really, really cool things um, on there. Have to check it out. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend. Uh, I was really excited. Um, Volante Design was there. Yeah, I mean they're from like the Massachusetts area, so I yeah. sincerely hope so. Like this is like an easy, easy con for them. Uh, yep, they they were doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Do, what? Who? Who is Volante Design? What do they do? A Volante Design make video game and I'm gonna say nerd for general mm-hmm. inspired clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like they are gorgeous coats. Um, they had the Nero. I yeah, tried pants, only... shirts. Um, if you're into Assassin's Creed, they mm-hmm. do Star Trek things. Yep, they have Star Trek. Um, they have Devil May Cry. Yeah, Star uh, Wars inspired because Disney's not going to let you use that licensing. Yeah, but it'll be like the Dashing Rogue, the Scoundrel, <laughs> the Scoundrel. Yeah, kind of it was, it was yeah, yeah, very yeah. much like I know what you're saying um, here. They went through like a, a ninja. I don't want to call it a phase, but they had a. Um, are you talking about the Shogunite, where it was yeah. like had the pleats on the mm-hmm. side of it, mm-hmm. and it looked like armor? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was right after Sekiro, and then um, Ghost of Tsushima came out. Yeah, that that jacket came out. But it's top tier craftsmanship, mm-hmm. um, canvas and leather. You can get things custom done from them. I've bought one of their jackets from their um, vault sale before, and I I love that jacket. Oh yeah, it's your brown mm-hmm. coat. It's my brown coat, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's the engineer, it's brown and black, but yeah, it's my brown coat. <laughs> I tried on uh, the, I tried on the Nero. Mm-hmm. Only comes down to my thighs. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's not a trench coat. I'd wear it. Um, I didn't end up getting it, uh, but I do have my size. Mm-hmm. So that's good. We can get now, that. Now we know. And then there's a, uh, they had um, another, shinobi inspired one that was a nice jacket that i mm-hmm. liked and i tried it on in the purple i think i looked dashing in it in the purple um but yeah that was that was really cool it was great to see them mm-hmm. 
the uh, I also oh I picked up uh, this way a fun story for people. I picked up a Magic the Gathering dual set. Um, back in the day, for those of you guys who don't know, um, Magic the Gathering, really famous trading card game. Uh, but they, what they would do is they would make decks that were specifically designed to battle each other. So they would do like elves and goblins, mm -hmm. uh, paladins and, you know, zombies, just like very thematic things like that. Um, when someone like me is like, Mrs. Play, would you play magic with me? And she's like, you have mm -hmm. decks that are literally tournament based. Yeah, I don't want to do that. And hey, that doesn't sound fun for me. Uh, and I was like. Fair, it does you, you, not. You make a you make a good point there, dude. Um, there was somebody at, at a previous job I'd worked at who was like, "Yeah, I just buy like, if if we're like, hey, this starter deck looks cool, they'll buy that starter deck. They won't change it. They'll like keep it all together, mm -hmm. so that way he and his wife could play against each other. And it was a great way for you know her to learn, but also never feel like she, she's going to be outclassed because the decks yeah. are specifically made like that." The last one they made was called uh, Merfolk and Goblins. And I was like, I'm going to pick that up so Mrs. Play and I can play Magic. And we're going to do Merfolk and Goblins. I was like, okay, it's like 26 bucks. Awesome. I'm going to pick this up. Turns out it's not Collector's Edition because it's the last one mm. MTG is making. It was $86. <laughs> so I walked around to the other side and bought <laughs> a different dual set that's not thematically themed. But one has a dragon and the other one has vampires. So now Mrs. Play has no excuse to not play Magic with me because I found a dual deck. <laughs> so that's just that whole story. I'm going to try to get Mrs. Play into some Magic. And then lastly, the biggest thing I have to talk about here uh, was Wormwood. W-Y-R-M-W-O-O-D, mm -hmm. which was the wood table gaming table guys. Oh, is that what their company is That's called? what their company's called. That's good shit. Um, I bought two candles. Mm -hmm. um, I got Driftwood and I got a cedar one. Uh, I think I gave the cedar one to you because you really like cedar. Mm -hmm. And I have a problem with the beach. So I kept the Driftwood one. And oh, one, I think they both smell great. Um, they have a, they had a like vanilla scented one. That smelled like my mom's house at Christmas when she was baking cookies. Mm -hmm. Like I, I popped. You were, the, you were transported back. I popped the top and I was like, "Holy shit!" And the person's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I had to pull myself from like childhood Christmas and my mom <laughs> baking cookies. And the lady was like, oh. she's "Joy." Like, she's like, "I'm." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pick up these two candles." <laughs> I was like, "I don't know if I'm ready for this yet to burn this in our house and be like." Um, but yeah, and I picked up a gaming mat. It was fantastic. Uh, I sent Mrs. Play pictures of the table. Exquisite craftsmanship. Along with our friend of the channel, Cat Eli, because it's one of those tables that I, I'm going to easily say it's probably an $8,000 table. Probably. Um, handcrafted wood. Um, really great felt. So that way, if you mm -hmm. want to do, they had setups in there for like, hey, do you play Warhammer with miniatures? Do you do D&D &D with miniatures? Um, do you do anything under the sun? But it's like one of those tables that if you if we ever bought it, you can, of course, cover it so that way you'd have a nice table. But it would be like, hey, uh, friend uh, and or a couple friend that we have, you're coming over to play this game because we bought this table. I don't care. Get over here. Like it is it is that level of this is what we're doing. Um, So I was I was very, very. Uh, I mean, sorry. Um, I looked up pricing. So like, oh, OK, let's not just rattle off information if we don't know if it's correct or not. 
Um, the rustic elm at 44 inches starts at 600. It's the mini. The length is 24 inches. Um, but then, yeah, you can get some massive tables that are like $8,800. Some that are $10,000 if you're trying to get like uber massive, like 57 inches by 96 inches. Um, you can create hexagons, you can create squares, different, uh, various shapes of the rectangle, dimensions of the rectangle, but all in all, this is pretty affordable. It's only when you're starting to get into those larger sizes that you're like really breaking a grand and for a gaming table, um, I'm not mad at that. Oh yeah. And there are, um, monthly payment options i uh so buy one it's yeah. <laughs> it's affordable it's affordable cat eli you guys heard it here i'll be yeah, the yeah, links yeah. there um but uh yeah i showed you a i showed you like the desk that they did and it looked beautiful now that you've said that mm -hmm. and given me permission <laughs> that's what i heard <laughs> i heard permission yeah i uh, heard buy one so when uh when i when we get the the pc up for the channel um, buy so one we of those. Can do that. I'll okay. buy. I said I was gonna buy one of those. Yeah. Um. It's really pretty. It's a really, really, really pretty table. It is a very pretty table. Mm -hmm. Um. And then lastly, uh, you guys are hearing us on a brand new microphone setup. Um. I've been talking about wanting to start doing uh, live podcasts. Um. And building a podcast set. And. Uh, after a brief bout of wanting an at-home gym, um, Mrs. Play was like, uh, bitchin', I'm going to get you what you need for a podcast setup. Uh, so You're giving me so much credit. <laughs> uh, spouse, I'm, I'm going to let you know that it's like, Mrs. Play bought, like my wife bought me a house with a, uh, with a basement. That way I could have a I didn't recording. I buy you store. a house. We bought a house. She you're, picked out a okay. She like picked name. out the house. Okay, I did pick it out with a basement and said, "Hey, the basement's yours." Do you want Wrong Button Studios? And I said, "Yes." Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we huge shout out to Audio Technica, uh, which is a fantastic um, microphone guys. Um, they do uh, equipment for podcasts, let's plays, musicians, everything that you can imagine here. Uh, so you guys are actually listening to us talk on. Uh, Audio Technica mics. Uh, they also gave us a massive, really nice discount on our um, new boom arms, uh, so we can sit and face each other instead mm -hmm. of sitting on the couch. Yeah, you got a convention discount. I got a yeah, I got a and massive a, and, a, and a threshold. Like this is how much you spent there for. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, but very affordable, mm -hmm. really durable. I don't know if you've like messed around. With I haven't fiddled with it too much. I liked how you. You got yeah. me set up, but I did do some minor adjusting as we were talking. It's uh, very, very uh, durable. Had a great time. Managed to get it all back on the plane. Yeah, so he calls me. He's like, I bought it. I'm like, are you going to be able to fit this in your luggage? Like, even if it fits, like, how much does all of this weigh? You know, your luggage has to be 50 pounds or less. Otherwise, they charge you extra. And he's like, that's why I'm leaving now in case I have to, like, overnight ship it to you. I'll still have time to, like, find a place where I can mail it. I'm like, all right. Yeah, it was, it was, it was 29 pounds. Um, but I ended up, I fit both the boom arms in mm -hmm. the, uh, in, in my suitcase that I ended up checking. Because uh, I didn't even talk about the TSA stories. 
um, fit both of those in there, sent it, um, fit one microphone in there, fit, uh, I, I picked up uh, the Red Dragon Inn that we always play. Mm -hmm. I picked up the, the villains for that for Friends of the Channel um, and like a couple other things. I ended up getting it all in there, had to open up all the extensions of my <laughs> Osprey backpack. Um, and if it fits, it chips. Yeah, it was very much checked one bag, so I wasn't carrying both of these. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, to me, the real the real kicker there is my bag was full. Like I used I used a day tote and I'm typically now traveling with a heavy like, yeah, big suitcase. That thing was full. My heavy suitcase has never been full. Every single time gets searched by the TSA. This bag looks like it could be a literal bomb. It's that square and perfect. <laughs> no TSA check. Didn't look suspicious enough. So yeah. Uh, it's because that bag is like canvas. And they like x-rays pass easily through this. Yeah. We it know was, it's fine. It was absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, but I ended up getting it all back. I got it set up last weekend. And yeah, so that's what it looks you... really cool. Thank We're you. in front of our fireplace. With all you have kill zone, a recording sign, Sam Fisher, Horizon, the art of Horizon Zero Dawn, and Star Wars. Um, is that uh, an art book? What is that? Uh, yeah, this is. Uh, oh, these are all the posters that they've uh, ever done for okay. Star Wars. Poster, art book, and a lightsaber. And, yeah, I've got the Obi Wan on lightsaber. the on the mantle, and um, I've got a framed picture of Sam Fisher signed by Michael Ironside. This is like <laughs> our first year living together. Is that like our second? I don't know. We were poor. Okay. That's what I remember. <laughs> I think it was after PAX. So you took me to PAX like one of the first years. Maybe. You and I, were I was still doing like ChemBio stuff okay. then. Yeah. yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, but, but yeah. I found his website and I picked that one out for you. Yeah. And then. Got you to tell me the quote on the slide that you would that you would like. Oh my God. And, and I, I requested like, hey, what's your that favorite slow? That quote that you always do from uh, Splinter Cell. Oh, three missions. <laughs> three alarms of the missions over. <laughs> Yeah, I had no idea. I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't even think to go. Why would my wife? Why, why that's would such a random thing. I know that's because I'm good at like concocting scenarios on the sly. Um, but yeah, and then we picked out a high top table with mm -hmm. two chairs. Thank you, Amazon. And yeah, you assembled all of that. Yep. You have a nice setup now. Yeah. Um, so fancy. I have a I've got a webcam sitting in the uh, um, that is currently in the shopping cart on Amazon. Mm hmm. Um, that I was thinking of getting. And then uh, we have been pricing out, or I've been pricing out, I guess, um, an LED sign mm -hmm. that will go above this. And be wrong button studios. I'm hoping by, uh, I'm hoping by July, mm -hmm. I would like to do the first live podcast. That's a good goal. Yeah. So gives me like three months to mm -hmm. get everything I need mm -hmm. and do this. So all in all, a very successful PAX. Oh, PAX was fantastic. That's wonderful. I had a great time. Um, had tasty food. Yeah, real really quick, tell us what you ate. So the first night I went to a vegan Thai place mm -hmm. and had, uh, it was a, uh, it was ginger mushroom stir fry. Okay. That sounds yummy. Uh, it was delicious. Um, when you make kimchi, mm -hmm. you like matchstick slice your my ginger, your ginger. Mm -hmm. And I know that you're like, you're not supposed to do it. I don't care. I love the ginger. And I love it. <laughs> I, um, I know that's how you like it. So that's why I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. So you would be eating this and it was matchstick sliced ginger. So like it was very savory, but then like that 
that bite of the ginger would come through. Clear the sinuses out. Uh, They were incredibly nice to me. Uh, The second night... The second night I did a halal place that was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was a bit of a bummer, and I ended up getting like McDonald's later because I couldn't finish that. Bummer. Yeah. Um, The third day, uh, when I was at the convention, they actually had food trucks outside. Awesome. So they had a Chicago-style hot dog, and it was massive. It was delicious. Um, Chicago-style is probably my favorite. Like, If you're going to be like, we're making a hot dog, Mm -hmm. this is what it is. Outside of the Iceland hot dog. I was going to say, how does it compare to the Iceland um, hot dog? <laughs> it is. I looked and I, I was like, can you guys do an Icelandic? No. Oh, well then. <laughs> I was like, I was like, do you get that a, a, a lot? He goes, enough that I have it as an answer of no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I was like, oh, can I get the Chicago? He goes, good choice. Um, <laughs> nice recovery there, he sir. Did a, he did a, a lemonade with mango puree in it, uh, which was a lot of sugar and delicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I had that. That was for lunch. Um, that night I ended up going to Chinatown again and I went to a dim sum place Mm -hmm. where I got, um, a spinach dim sum, a shrimp dim sum, uh, a fried steamed pork dim sum. So it was like a steamed pork, like in the wrapper, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a little bit coated and then fried. So it had like this sweet kind of crispy exterior from like a fried bread Mm -hmm. and then inside of it was delicious pork dim sum savory yumminess Um, okay that's cool never had something like that before neither had i and i was very excited for it Mm -hmm. uh and i was sitting um downstairs in the common area to eat this because i I stayed at a smaller room um and there were some guys playing uh there's some people playing um uh D &D. Mm uh they weren't recording it but they were there you could tell they were like in a really serious game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and then i also had chicken feet and bean curd um, i've never had chicken feet before when you sent me the picture i was excited and a little bit jealous because that's something that i would like to try and i just haven't i've never had the opportunity so you know how i can be when i go to a restaurant and then the, like i'm like okay i'm getting these things but like <sighs> try something different this is like white person safe yeah <laughs> that's how i'm gonna put it mm-hmm. but it was like i, I knew kind of what i wanted and uh, they were busy because uh, i was one it was just me mm-hmm. and so dim some places very typically for parties or yeah like, groups yeah so he the guy's like i walk in i'm like hey it's just me and like i felt so bad for the kid he goes and he's like looking around and like all these all giant tables. tables and i'm like i'm like hey do it can you just do it to go it'll be fine he goes he goes no you can stay here and eat like i don't want i'm like i know your place is for bigger people I don't like this is what i want and i looked and i was like hey what would if you were to get one thing on this menu? He's mm-hmm. like, he's like, I had two things I really like. I was like, what are they? He goes, this, and it was like, he's like, I, he's like, I really like spinach. Mm-hmm. This is like the coolest way to have it. Dope. Take one of those. Yeah. And he goes, this is weird, and you might not. I was like, I was like, no. I'll put, try it. I'll try. Put you. both of those yeah. on there. I was like, I'm more than happy to try it. Um, and then the guy like, I'm like, pay with my credit card, and the guy's like, that's party. Like. I need like a $60 transaction to pay with the credit card. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't. I was like, I can't order $60 for the dim sum. Yeah. He's like, you got Venmo? I was like, I got Venmo, Venmo <laughs> in the money. And put like the pot sticker emoji on there. There you go. <laughs> like pot sticker chicken and like two other emojis was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, sent it to him, came back, and I cracked open the, the chicken feet. Mm-hmm. And 
guys, I, I, I don't know how to tell you all this, but uh, it's very hard to hide that you are eating. It looks chicken. exactly like what it is. It does. I've never, I've never had pickled chicken feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really done pickled eggs. So, um, but the texture for it is like pure chicken. Like if you like chicken skin, mm-hmm. like that is what you got. Um, it's a little bit awkward because it's like bonier than like chicken wings or mm-hmm. buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not as much on there. But boy, was it good. And the people who were at the table next to me were like, what the fuck? Hey, man, that smells really good. What are you eating? And I'm like, I'm eating bean curd. And I was like, yes, I'm going to try it. Like, I got like three things in here. I'm getting a little full. Mm-hmm. So I'm like passing it. And they're like <laughs> taking bites of it. And it was, <laughs> That's so cool. It was, yeah, it was just one That's of those like. a good like, experience. Uh, so, yeah, uh, fantastic. Uh, had a great time. Mm-hmm. Chinatown's awesome. I mm-hmm. wish I could have had you there. Yeah, I would um, have been living the best life. There was a bon mi place I didn't get a chance to try. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a like super health food juice place. Oh yeah, you told me you stopped at the juice place. A I stopped times. three times. Like yeah. all my way back, it was like every day. Um, <laughs> and that was fantastic. Drank my way around that menu. Um, had a couple boba teas while I was there, mm-hmm. and then they had a, a New York pizza style place. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're uh, I like pineapple on pizza. Mm-hmm. All right. I Don't like, come for me. I like pineapple on bacon because I think it plays better. Yeah, than the ham. Uh, yeah. Than the ham. Uh, their, pineapple, their, their Hawaiian pizza, not very good. Mm. Their regular slice, really solid. good. Solid. Yeah, good. solid good, regular good, slice. Good. So uh, that was fantastic. And yeah, that was that was PAX. That's what you ate. That's what I ate. Had That's what time. I did. I had a great time. Are you planning on going next year? Um. So... I don't think I'm going to go next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, main reason being is one, we're hopefully going to PAX Unplugged yeah. uh, this December. So PAX Unplugged cast. Uh, hopefully you guys can do that uh, and enjoy that with us. Um, excuse me. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping the group that I'd like to go to uh, MAGFest with mm-hmm. is, is there because uh, Rustage performed at MAGFest this past year. Yeah. And he was not at PAX. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want to go to MAGFest, uh, and those are, and Rustage just released new music. So I'm like, come back to the United States, please. Yeah, please come back to the United States. Bring McGuire with you. Um, you guys did a really cool album. I've been listening to that all day, but yeah, um, that was, that was PAX. There's, there's, there's the entirety of my PAX experience for you. It's still until like an hour. I'm glad that you had a wonderful time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Came me. Came back with cool, cool merch. More merch on the way, great experiences, delicious food. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and hopefully this sounds decent. And yeah, here's to PAX 2023. Yeah, PAX 2023. I had a great time with you. Uh, and cheers. Thank you for taking care of me, Boston. Thank you, Marriott, for taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delta Airlines, you guys were great, even though you scared. Okay. The so turbulence. Could... No, no. So this will be the last story. Okay. Last story. Um, I'm on, I'm on the airplane mm-hmm. and it happened on the way back mm-hmm. way up. Flight wasn't that full. I flew from like DC to, to Boston. Not that full. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. On the way back, I'm, I'm on the plane, got my headset in, doing my music thing. So I don't fly very well. I'm like, I got this mm-hmm. flight attendant leans over the seat. Plane is packed. Hi, Mr. Chris. My last name. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, oh my god, yes. 
hey and like it, like why why would why you, are you talking to me why are you hey you know delta just wanted to say thank you so much for having a corporate <laughs> account with us and we really appreciate you taking this time to fly with us and use us for all of your corporate needs <laughs> like i'm just like you're the welcome flight attendant shouldn't have to do that delta you don't pay your flight attendants enough well, not enough to do that but I, they, they do shout out like hey thanks to our comfort plus and our platinum and our, and our elite yeah members. but i'm listening to my music like don't <laughs> have your flight it's like because then it'll be a question like, did someone did someone thank you? And the answer is going to be no. And then they're going to get dinged. And so they they have to. They are like low key compelled. Your flight attendants don't get paid enough to do that, Delta. Don't Here's, be weird. Uh, it that didn't. It was just the. It was just the. Are you kicking me off the flight? <laughs> You're bringing this straight to. <laughs> Whatever I did wrong, I promise I stop. Yeah, it was just. It was uh, just. So I just thought those are. But like, okay, hey. I'm glad that's the story. I'm not sorry for what I said about Delta. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, I appreciate you, Delta. You took very good care of me. Um, thank you guys for thanking me. Pay your flight attendants more. It was. It was just. <laughs> All right. So, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Uh, draw it. Drop us like a like on this on uh, your platform mm-hmm. of choice, iTunes, Spotify. However, check out the people that we shouted out. Please check out all the games that I've shouted yeah, out. All the businesses. I will make sure that all links, as always, are in the description down below. Um, Tell them who sent you. No, you don't have to do that part. Yeah, they're 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 not gonna they're not <laughs> they're gonna. Know like, I don't remember them. You know, I was like, this weird guy from the convention. I don't know. <laughs> it was a week um, ago. It was all a blur. Yep. Uh, so check that out. Uh, you can find us. We're back to our regular schedule uh, Monday through Friday with Mr. and Mrs. Play. We play, and then Mr. Plays on Friday for some Gears of War joy, if you guys enjoy that. Remember, you're all winners out there. Take care of each other, and have a fantastic rest of your day, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. Bye, guys.